0: Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. Got my line mate Matt with me, and we are going to talk about the Seth Jones trade, signing Colton Dock out of the out of the draft. Start with, uh, but I'm going to start with our probably one of our favorite defensemen of all time, Nicholas Drommelson. We got uh, Suter and Kemp not getting qualifying offers. There are some flurry rumors c- coming to Chicago, and the draft. But first off. Nick Joson number four, our number four <laughs> is uh, is retiring uh, after a phenomenal career man I mean this guy hit the hit the road running uh, when he came into the league coming onto a, a really young and talented Blackhawks team that was fast and flashy and he was just rock steady and um, and just solid. just an absolutely solid player. He's one of my favorite uh Blackhawks of all time just from his grit of uh getting out there and just taking shot after shot not missing a shift and um and really just just giving it his all man what do you have to say about hammer
1: yeah he was a shot blocking freaking machine loved him uh like I said in a tweet, I don't know who allowed Seth to pick number four, but they might want to rethink that or add on another four and tell DeHaan to get a new number or something. <laughs> but I, you know what? I had a great memory of Hammer, and it was against the Red Wings in I think it was 2013, and that he he scored a goal and it didn't count. Do you remember that? Uh, I'm- and no. It was, it would have been, uh, the overtime winning goal. Seabrook ended. It was a game seven. I think Hammer, so Hammer scored. They disallowed it. I had beer spilled all over my head from everyone celebrating. They couldn't believe it. And it was like, this goal doesn't count. There's a penalty on Hammer or something. I'm like, no, you gotta <laughs> be kidding me. And he, he doesn't score a lot of goals. Yeah, I know. And it would have been awesome. But, uh, Yeah, 1,600 block shots in his career is just unheard of. For a guy who looks like, you know, Napoleon Dynamite, like real skinny. And I don't know, he's probably one of the toughest dudes you'll ever meet. He's just a beast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Just phenomenal. Well, before we get into it, we want to let you guys know, check out FHN, the Faceoff Hockey Network. They're our network. We are the Chicago Tomahawk podcast on their network. And um, and they're great, man. We have articles on there. Uh, we have hockey news on there from we are getting more and more teams by the week. So uh, stop by and check them out and uh, and let us let us know what you think. Let them know what you think. Pair at the point. Kashina Cruz, newest podcast on there. Uh, it's great. We've got a lot of lot of stuff going on. so, The elephant in the room, what everyone is talking about, Seth Jones. Before he got traded, before we got him, with the rumors, you called it back in January. We were talking about it. We wanted him, you know, and now he is a member of the Blackhawks. We gave up Adam Bullquist and and three draft picks. Now, we're going to need to dive into this because at at face value – you know, in a normal draft, there is extensive scouting that is done on the players, so that you know exactly who you're getting. Every team knows who they're getting. This year, because of COVID, there wasn't the due diligence done by teams; they weren't able to scout like they typically can, and that wasn't done. So this draft really is kind of up in the air. They probably threw uh, what the the third Hughes brother in the top ten just to do it because. You know, the other Quinn Hughes and Jack Hughes are such great players. Uh, he's a big kid. I think he's like 6'4, six, 6'2 six, or
1: 6'4. Definitely bigger than Jack. Yeah, Jack. I saw that video of them. Jack and Flapping around. Isn't Quinn yeah.
0: Quinn's a little guy, too? Qu-
1: Quinn's a beast, man. He's yeah, he's great. great player. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I
0: mean, he's a great player.
1: Yeah. but uh, He's I'm, definitely the best one.
0: Yeah, so far. Well, at yeah, least so from what, what we've seen. Yeah. But. Yes. So we send Adam Boquist over to the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, to be honest with you, we practically got Seth Jones for a steal uh, with because they initially they were asking for D- DeBrinket and Doc in in the package, and then it went to either DeBrinket or Doc, and then it ended up just being just being Bullquist. Thank goodness. Uh, I was not big on Boquist. I thought that he was slow. He um, he was very indecisive with the puck, and he was very undersized. And, and yeah, I'm I'm sure that he could be a better player than than what he is now. You could say he's he's developing, but I think Ian Mitchell and Nicholas Bowden, in their n- limited time playing, looked you no know, just head above heels better than Boquist in every single way. And so I'm not going to miss uh, Adam Boquist. Thank you for your efforts, but. Uh, Good luck in, in Columbus. So that part of the deal, I believe it's a steal. Giving away the, the it was the what 12th draft pick in this draft, Yeah, I don't think is going to come back and haunt us. Because if you look at Columbus's history, whoever they drafted is probably going to want to leave in four or five years anyways. So um, we could probably pick them up later on after they kind of develop themselves as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what do we, What else did we give? Did we give them a 2021 uh, third round draft pick as well?
1: Yeah, I think it was another pick. And then we took their Tampa Bay pick. Right. Which was third, the 32nd. Savard. Yeah, the 32nd. Okay. And then with that so, pick,
0: we got Nolan Nolan Allen. Yeah, I wanted to say defenseman. Nolan Ryan. No,
1: Yeah. Fastball guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I, I agree with you on all that, like with this draft. There's too many unknowns because you couldn't go and scout guys. I mean, there was, there was no – some some guys didn't even play here. They right. played in Europe or whatever, and you don't know what you're getting. So I think Bowman trading these picks, they're all unknowns. That's the time to trade. Like if we knew we had a list of 10 really solid future really good players, maybe we wouldn't be trading Seth Jones right now. Right, like if we knew like another uh, McDavid was on the list or like a couple like a couple of guys like that, I don't think that would this would be a good trade. But I think it is a good trade, like because we don't know some of like you said some of these guys have the same last name. Oh yeah, they're good. They played for the developmental team. Well, okay, we. I mean, that's so what. They only played five big games. So, but I I think it was uh, it's the right time to do it and. I, I applaud Bowman for this one because I'm I'm a big fan of this deal.
0: Yeah, I am too. Um, you know, they were initially saying in the scouting report about this kid, Mason McTavish, that could possibly go at the 12th spot uh, for the Blackhawks, and he ended up going third. Um,
1: yeah, there was uh, Sillinger. Remember uh, Mike Sillinger? Yeah. His, his son was the 12th pick that we would have had, and that guy's played on every NHL team known to man and – uh I, there's like a picture of him with all his jerseys and stuff. But anyway, I mean, you, we don't know about this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, even the guy Owen Power, he said he's not even playing in the NHL. He's going to college. So that's actually good news for Buffalo probably. Yeah. Let the guy develop and then you get him an extra year. You know? Yeah. Don't, don't When they s- get, that's their, the-
0: get their shit together.
1: Yeah, if they do.
0: You know. But <clears throat> also, you know, d- diving in a little bit more, you know, Seth Jones in every way is a better uh, a better hockey player than Adam Boqvist. We're gonna get more from him than what we were getting. Now, it kind of alludes back to the you know Dougie Hamilton conversation where you know people think that we need this puck moving defenseman, and to a degree, yeah, I, I think every team does need a puck moving defenseman. But you know, we have a surplus of them of guys who can who can carry the puck. No Seth Jones, yeah, he he can carry the puck. He does have some offensive upside, but yeah, but look at most his highlights. But yeah. mo- but most importantly, he can defend incredibly well, and that's exactly what we need. Guys who can defend well make responsible decisions defensively. And and to be honest with you, man, Duncan Keith was leading this defensive core for the past few years, and yes, he is definitely a Hall of Famer, but Duncan Keith is not a defensive-oriented defenseman. He's an offensive-oriented defenseman. So you have this guy who le- who is an offensive-oriented defenseman leading rookies on how to play defense, and you know that it's going to—I'm not going to say lead them the wrong way, but that's not the type of uh, possibly the development that they need, especially on a team that is lacking in their in their defensive in their defensive game.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be outshot, you know, 50 to 30 every game. Now we have a guy that can play the shutdown game. and Like Brad Marchant said, look up a video of him. Seth Jones is one of the toughest defensemen to play against. He's so tall. He's He's got long reach. And he, he'll make it tough for these skilled guys to get around him. Yeah. And uh, I think looking at our team, our defense... We got some small guys. We I mean Mitchell's not a big guy. Uh we 5'11. had Goldquist. He's was very small and we got we got some size with Stillman and Kellenuck, which is good. And I think them getting a full full season, it's going to be great. I think I really like our defense just by getting Jones and even Jones's brother. He's got some promise. And He has more games than some of our uh current uh defensive guys. Yeah. I think he's got 100 games played. Yeah. Our guys only have about 40, you know. And Calvin DeHaan, he's probably got the um, – I think Jones might have more games played than him, but Cal- Calvin DeHaan is another He's – we're going to depend on him a lot. I'm glad Seattle didn't take him, by the way.
0: Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Uh, I think that he would be good on the second-line pairing. To be honest with you, uh, I don't see why we don't give Mitchell a shot on the top line with Jones just to let him get his feet wet.
1: Yeah, or or uh, Bowden. I. I think he could even be up there. Yeah. But you know what? We might sign another guy. I mean, Wednesday is free agency day. Right. Watch Bowman pull a rabbit out and David Savard. I mean, these guys played together for years in Columbus. Why not? That would be our top. That would be our top pair. Yeah. Dude, that would be great. And then say goodbye to Zadorov because there's no point of him now.
0: No, absolutely no point of him yeah. now. To be honest True. with you, I mean, if you know, just theoretically speaking, here having a Jones Savard line, having a Kalanuck, um, having a Kalinuk, Stillman. St- uh Stillman, or actually having a Stillman Mitchell line and maybe even a Kalanuck uh, Bowden line, I think that and would be Murphy a good one. Too. And we have Murphy, too. And we have Connor Murphy, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I could see Connor Murphy even playing with uh Seth, they might yeah. want Connor Murphy to take that uh, that step up, you know now that keith is gone and i mean you got jones obviously he's going to be our number one d and i could see murphy being two possibly yeah and
0: well i mean he he's not have a to bad plan. thing
1: yeah it's not a bad thing i mean he, he, i'm not a not a huge fan of him but i think you give him a good partner that he can develop with i it maybe maybe it'll be good
0: yeah yeah, I'm just really, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this, how this plays out, especially with free agency, you know, coming up. Um, as far as the draft is concerned, how we were talking about size, um, you know, the the Blackhawks, whether it was centers or defensemen, the theme of the draft man was they were getting picking up guys 6'4", 215 pounds, 6'2", yeah. 205 with size, uh, because you know we are we are kind of small. And that's going to be huge coming in later on down the road to see how some of these guys uh, pan out.
1: Yeah, definitely we need to get bigger. I mean, Debrinkat's not a big guy. Caner, obviously. We need some some bigger boys. Uh, not taking anything away from Kane and Debrinkat's toughness, but I think that Tampa Bay had some big players when they won. They had Patrick Maroon. Um, what's that guy? Barkley Goudreau. Yeah. Just a they were big boys and they were hitting throwing their bodies around we don't really have a, a consistent hitter i mean we had andrew shaw but i mean he's another he wasn't that big either
0: yeah so but he was we've also never a, been, he was a danger we've never himself. been a big
1: team he was yeah he was he's one i mean he had to retire head issues you know yeah he played on the edge and that's you know unfortunately he had to retire because he was he played a tough style uh but yeah i definitely i like i like what Bowman was doing getting bigger. Cause you know, we've kind of been busting on these, his first round picks. I mean, it's uh what Yoki Haru, he wasn't that big. Uh, Tevu Teravine wasn't that big. Uh, well, was that Boldquist, obviously he was feel, looked like a five foot two guy on the ice compared yeah. to some of the guys out there. And, but I think that's a, it's a good way to go. You, you want to get bigger sizes. Good. I mean, these guys are fast and, um, it's hard to get around a big guy, you know, that can play well positioned. Like Seth Jones, like we're just talking about. He's got reach and he could skate well and it'll just make us a better defensive uh, hockey team. Yeah. If if the coach lets, if we adapt, change. (laughs) Right. This is another thing we got to worry about too is uh, how is Colleton going to let Jones, you know, what's he going to let, what's he going to do? Is he going to, does he want him to be a puck mover? Does he want him to be more of hey, we gotta we just gotta, you know, shut down uh the blues top line tonight. I need you to, you know what I mean, bear down and don't worry about scoring goals tonight. Don't worry about it. Let's let's shut these guys down or or be a Brian Campbell. Skate it up and get it going. I, I think he's just gotta adjust. And I that's something that the coach does not do. So we, we'll we'll see how this all plays out. But I mean so far so good. I'm liking what I'm seeing with these signings.
0: I am too, um, you know. Today, what was it? Adam Goddett. Goddett, yeah, yeah, he was signed. He got a one year, nine hundred ninety k deal, and uh, but Camp and Suter were not extended qualifying offers. Zadorov was. Zadorov was. Um,
1: how much do you think? How much do you think he would be worth? Three.
0: I would think that maybe they sent him a qualifying offer of three to three point five million.
1: That's still too high, but Colorado set the bar by giving him that in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if he can go to arbitration, right? If it he doesn't sign, Um, I believe
0: the reason that they, um, or who was it? I think the reason that they sent a qualifying offer so that they couldn't go to arbitration.
1: No, they they do the qualifying offer so they can't become a UFA. Right. Remember that whole year with Versteeg yeah with dale talon they yeah. did file paperwork or right. something and, and uh, uh, Buffalo was part of that too it, bufflin brower and Versteeg, right so i mean it just they maxed out on they, they got what they they wanted instead of getting what we qualified them for so right uh, dale got fired for that i truly believe he got into an argument with mcdonough about it mcdonough was probably like oh i love wrigley field i'm a cubs guy so they, they had to fire him. But get, getting off track there. But yeah, I think that's I think that's the qualifying offer thing. That you if you don't there like now Suter and camphor UFAs now, I right. believe. So they can go wherever they want. So okay, I'm maybe it's surprised. the other way
0: around. If if you're if you don't get a qualifying offer, then you can't go to arbitration.
1: I think. If they don't accept the offer, mm. they go to an arbitrator. I I don't not one hundred percent sure about that, but because I think he's got till December first to sign a deal, or he sits out the rest of the year. He can be traded his rights, but he he needs a contract. Mm. So that's the RFA thing, and or he could be uh he can get an offer from a team um like you know the uh the offer sheets right. I don't think he's good enough to get one of those. I mean, he's not like a uh, Shea Weber where Philly's going to say, hey, we want $10 $10 million a year. We want you to of course, Shea Shea Weber signed that deal. And the the Predators had no choice. They had to match it. That's their number one defenseman.
0: Who wouldn't, you know? Yeah, and the (laughs) Canadians
1: ended up taking that contract, and they were very happy with Shea Weber. And they traded, well, I think it was PK, right? Yeah, PK PK straight up. Yeah, straight up. and. PK's kind of been flopped all over the place. They 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 thought he was going to end up in Seattle, and Seattle didn't even want him. That just says, Ooh, okay. <laughs> so
0: yeah. So Suter, I really like Suter, man. I thought that he was. I thought he showed a lot of promise. I thought he was a very talented uh, center. I think that he he's got a lot of potential, and I'd really like to see them. Um, still, you know, I know they didn't send him a qualifying offer, but. Maybe there's another deal to be had, and the same thing with Kempf. I think Kemp has really d- uh, developed into that kind of more of a shutdown fourth line role type of player. Uh, most Im- impressively, was he was our best faceoff man last year, and yeah. that's what we need our centers who can win faceoffs. And yeah, Nick uh, I, yeah, and I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him come back too. But um, you know, hopefully, know. you know that all gets that all gets worked out. But
1: I think with Suter, man. You know what that says? What? That Taves will be back, and where yeah. are you going to put Suter? You got Doc, you got Taves. One, Doc, two, three, Strom. If no you way. Can't trade him. I I well, would. I, you I you would still sit have him. him. I would sit him. I would trade him. I think. I think Suter's a better player. He is a better player, but I think not. They have um, Strom with one year left, and they can't agree with money probably with Suter and. Suter's yeah. going to end up somewhere and play. You know, he's, yeah. he's he's good. But like I said in a tweet, I think that he had his best games against Detroit, and we know Detroit's not that great. I, he might have had six goals against Detroit wow. alone, so, <laughs> and we played him six times. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's a good player, but obviously there's a reason why they didn't qualify him. I think that's because there's nowhere for him to go. Camp, I'm, su- I'm surprised about yeah, I think a fourth line guy, and you could possibly move him up to third, um, uh, third liner role. Maybe they got more plans. You know, maybe they want to go after a guy. We're gonna find out Wednesday. So, and then and if they don't get him, they're UFAs. We can try to pry him back in. But sure, a lot of would you be offended? Him. Would you be offended? Like if you didn't get a qualifying offer and like, hey, we're calling you back because we want you. I think I'd be like, yeah, you know what, guys, I'm going somewhere else. You, you could have, you know what I mean. You could have gave me a deal, and you didn't.
0: If so. my if my asking price was two, it'd be two point five. For who? I'm just saying, I'm just saying oh. in general.
1: For, well, okay. So what if you're suitor? If what I'm suitor, um, two years, three mil. A year.
0: So th- th- three years a piece.
1: Okay. $3
0: Are you asking for two years at three million a piece or yes. two years? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do. That. Or
1: whatever. At three million a year or two million a year. I think he's worth that. Yeah. Maybe for a, for well, a short term.
0: If Dylan Strom is getting 3.5, I'd want 3.5. If I was if I, I was, if Sue. Dylan
1: Strom was getting 3.5, I personally would want five. Yeah. Me, Matt Razzutis. Yeah. I want five. <laughs> I want because I can do, I can be better than
0: him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would definitely want it like at the bare uh, minimum because I wouldn't want to come off as greedy, you know. No, but
1: like I, like Chris from the FHN says, oh, another Arizona reject. That's yeah. what Dylan Strom is. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope he listens to us and gives us a like for that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I would definitely. Um, I would sign it if he was asking for a uh, Dylan Strom type money. I would. I would. You would have to pay him.
1: Suter is. He's better. He's better than Strom. Last year he was. And yeah. Maybe the year before we don't know. But he because he wasn't in the NHL, but he was way better.
0: The only and guy that Strom can play with is DeBrinket, and he can't can't play with him anymore.
1: No, he's he's just doesn't seem you know like he just doesn't look like motivated when he's out there. Mm. He just looks like he's pouting and he's mad and dude he got, he had a gift handed to him yeah taves was hurt or he's sick and doc was hurt like hey we need you you're hurt. you're gonna you're our guy and you're gonna be the number one
0: center this year
1: for the blackhawks with patrick kane and alex DeBrinkett, and you still screwed it up <laughs> i mean all you had to do was tie your skates and get one of those guys the puck and you yeah. couldn't do it you couldn't do it and so, try and
0: win some faceoffs.
1: And he couldn't do that either, so we had to call David Camp out there just to get Kane possession. <laughs> to
0: take fifty faceoffs
1: a game, <laughs> yeah. so so he couldn't do it, and, and he I doesn't get a why-
0: qualifying
1: offer. <laughs> and the thing that gets me is, why would you protect him? Why wouldn't you? I mean, it worked out; we didn't lose anybody. Like, but if we would have lost Dehan because of that, yeah, or any, even anybody else a forward, like, I would be so mad. Like, really why what is he he's what has he done for us nothing he hasn't he he, he didn't score any big goals yeah uh, to me he didn't I mean he's very streaky he'd score one goal then go five without a shot and then he'd get two goals and uh, everybody's back on the Dylan Strom train oh this kid's so great Eddie Olchek he's so great oh he's not he's yeah. terrible yeah I, I disagree with that completely <laughs> I disagree with a lot with Eddie Olczyk says. I'm not taking f- anything away from the guy. He is a hockey encyclopedia. It seems yeah, like Yeah, he is. He's great, <laughs> but there's some stuff he says that I don't agree with because it's just the popular thing to say like when you're on the media.
0: Yeah, just, uh, there's there's things that he says sometimes where I feel that I think that, that lead me to believe that he would be a terrible GM.
1: Yeah, I mean I I like I know you don't like Pierre McGuire dude that guy is another hockey encyclopedia like he'll tell you what college or high school oh, he'll tell was you he the you, name every, of his teacher player, was every yeah. player
0: that ever played for Shattuck St. Mary's
1: I think he would actually be a good GM Pierre Maguire I think he's creepy he's weird but <laughs> a lot of players still respect him but it, like yeah. as like the viewers like dude what are you saying to the guy like give the guy some space you know like don't like get out of Dustin Bufflin's grill right now. Like you're (laughs) just, you're just too up there, you know, but he's pretty intelligent guy like Dale Talon. His, he was a great broadcaster and a great GM. So I mean, he, he's just a gifted hockey guy, gifted hockey mind. Olchek is too, but like, like I was saying, he's just, uh, it's just the easy, uh, positive answer. I'm not going to go against anything because I'm getting a check from these guys. But Look at Pat Foley. He speaks the truth. This is his last year now. Yeah. So so I, I don't think Pat Foley wanted to leave, but he's this is it for him. Yeah. So I am I hope they have a good season for him alone. Yeah. He's, he's a little goofy. So he's a little goofy as he's getting older, but, you know, he, uh, he's still the voice of the Hawks. He'll always be the voice of the Hawks for me.
0: I love him, man. You yeah. know, I mean, he's all that I've ever known watching the Blackhawks, you know.
1: Yeah. Same here. Same here.
0: So the Hawks' second-round pick is Colton Dock. Yes, the younger brother of Kirby Dock. And it could be said that maybe maybe because he's his brother, they drafted him. But Colton is actually very good defensively. They say that he's very good at the, at the face-off dot. But his skating you know, needs a little work, which is something that, that he can work on. And he likes to shoot the puck. So, and, and he likes to um, cause havoc in front of the net as well. And these are all things that we need from, uh, from a center, to be honest with you. I say, give this guy a couple years to develop and then bring him up and see what he can do on the third line role, just standing in front of the net, maybe some PK time and uh, and see how it goes. You know, what would we have to lose?
1: Yeah, nothing, man. Uh, de- let him develop. Don't rush him. Like I, I feel like we kind of rushed Kirby a little bit, but we were desperate. We needed, we needed help. We, we were losing guys to re- trades and free agency. Uh, but yeah, I- I'd like to see. I'd like to see him develop. I think he's what he's playing on the Blades. Is yeah. it? I'm sure he'll go back there and um, probably maybe two years. Give him and maybe uh throw him down in uh Rockford. See what he can do in a full uh, AHL season, kind of just get him ready for the jump. But yeah, I, I like that. That's, I thought it was cool the video of him, uh, him and Kirby, Kirby going nuts about it. That that's just awesome. It's cool to uh, getting the brothers, getting the brothers together, like uh, the Hughes brothers and uh, uh, what was it New Jersey? It was, it was a cool little video. I like, and then and obviously the Jones. We got the Joneses, and then we got the Docs. Right. So, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, cool, man. That's really all that I got for today, man. What about you?
1: Well, I got one uh, thing for the uh, Chicago Brush Lion, uh, one of our uh, one of our loyal followers. Uh, I, I think he's against the long term extension that uh, Seth Jones signed. Uh, Seth signed an eight year deal at nine point five a year. Right. Um, I said, I disagreed with them. I like the deal only because I, T- Kane and Taves are going to be off the books in, uh, 22, tw- uh, 23 season. I don't think they're going to be making 10.5 again. I think it's going to drop down. What do you think? Probably seven to eight. Yeah. Maybe like a short term two year deal yeah. for both of them. I could see them again, signing identical deals. Right. If, God forbid, Taves is still if he's healthy, um, and then that would make Seth our highest paid player, and I think Seth is going to be the face of our our franchise when those guys are they're done. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think he's I think he's very capable of taking that torch from uh, Kane and Taves.
0: Yeah i I, <clears throat> I I like the deal, man. We get one year at five million. And then after yep, that it's bonus, so yeah. it doesn't even it that 9.5 doesn't even hit until the, what is that? 22, 23 season.
1: So, so yeah, that's, if you think about it, then that's even sooner. Kane Taves deal will be up. So that's what do you, so we'll just say instead of 20 million, maybe we'll go down to 15 to 16 million. Yeah. Just Kane and Taves, which is huge. And I think that the, the salary cap might go up because Oh ESPN yeah. ESPN is going to give us more viewership. Uh TBS or Turner Sports, whatever. Yeah. I think that's also going to help. And the cap's going to go up. And let's not forget, I mean, 9.5, he's not even the highest paid defenseman. I think he's top five now, maybe.
0: Drew Dowdy's making like, I think, eleven point five a year.
1: And and how old is Drew Dowdy?
0: Yeah. He's like what, Seth 33? He's
1: 26 years old. This isn't like we signed Seth to an eight year deal at 30 years old. Right, where he's got to end at thirty-eight. Where you know he's probably done by thirty-six. Right, I think he he'll play out the contract if he doesn't want to get traded in the future. Yeah, but I I'm super pumped with this deal. I I don't care about the cap space right now. Like I said in another tweet, I want my GM to spend to the cap. Maybe little three two to three million for trades upgrades. Oh, look look at the last teams that win the cup. Look at Tampa was seventeen million over. Yeah. the cap in the playoffs that you spend the cap you win you you gotta yeah you, you gotta spend the money to win if you're like the coyotes barely over the basement look you're gonna finish last every year yeah so i want my gm to be aggressive like look at the years we won we were up against the cap hundred thousands like that's how close it was we had to make it work and we did it so what i think what we're we at 15 million still with yeah. cap space there's nothing wrong with that at all. It, it's I, I I say spend up till we're we're maybe four to five, and keep a little space open for a trade or an injury happens. We got to sign another guy. But I I'm loving this deal. I mean, if I'm, he's not Eric Carlson. I think Carlson's making thirteen million dollars a year to be minus fifty. Yeah. Get you t- uh, thirty assists and maybe five goals, and that yeah. team sucks. Yeah. So this is going to be good. He's younger. I think she, I will
0: say it. I, I think Seth Jones is better than Eric Carlson.
1: Yeah. I mean, when Eric Carlson was on the, uh, the senators, he was putting up points, a lot of points, but he was a minus player. Yeah. That's not what you want to be as a defenseman. I know Seth Jones had a rough year last year. That team was screwed. The minute d- that whole trade dilemma crap was going on with, uh, Patrick Laine in Winnipeg. And uh, what's his name? Pierre Dubois. Louis-Bois. I want out. I want out. Your your top center wants out. So yeah. that became a circus. And Nick Foligno, great player. He was so frustrated by all the questions. He's like, I'm here to play hockey. I'm not answering questions about it. It got to him. You could tell it got to the team. It, it pretty much wrecked the team. It got it threw torts out. I think they were just, you know, they're done with all the crap. But now he's on a team. He's got Patrick Kane. He's got Taves. He's got the cat. He's got Kirby Doc. The future's bright. We got older guys that are great, and
0: we got younger and, guys that are gonna that could potentially be yeah. great.
1: And he is gonna be. He's he's the next face of our franchise, and I I'm pumped about it. I think he's it's gonna be awesome. Like I said, like you said, December we both heard rumors like he's not gonna be resigning, and we should go after this guy. And when it happened, I was so freaking happy. Sitting on my chair, I'm like, yes. And I was excited for once. It, the last two, three years, we haven't done anything. You know, we, we've, we've lost players to retirement or trades, and this is good news. So I think a lot of these guys that are against this whole contract need to calm down. We have cap space where it's not 2010. We're not going to be losing anybody because of this. We right. got better. Chill out. We had a ton <laughs>
0: so, of cap space to spend. Yeah.
1: We so spend actually, spend it on a goalie. Even, we,
0: even signing him, I think we're more at like 21, 21 million in cap space.
1: We could be. I mean, we're probably, we're going to lose a little cap space with these qualifying offers probably. Yeah. But I mean, if we sign uh, another center, which we have to, I think, yeah. and a backup goalie, I'd like to see anti yeah. Ranta. And we forgot to talk about the flurry rumors, oh, yeah. which are just rumors but you know what? Flurry has one year left in his deal. Six million. I'm completely OK with that. He won yeah. the Vesna last year. I know it's a different team in front of him, but I mean, I think he's the type of guy that would help Lincoln be a better pro. I mean, I think uh, Flurry made Leonard a better goalie. Watch. I mean, sitting, watching a Hall of Famer play in front of you like that. You're only going to get better watching and working with this guy at practice, just just seeing what he does every day. I think that's the exact type of goalie I would want if I were Lankin in front of me to show me the right way. Not Suban. <laughs> yeah. Because he he's not he's not gonna be a starter in this league ever, I don't think. Nothing against the guy. He you know, he works hard. I'm sure he's a great guy, but it's just it's not it's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening either. I might be more inclined to take maybe like David Savard and then maybe an anti ranta like you you know, yeah. you mentioned I like, Ranta. I like Ranta. You know, I would, I would, I would take that. I think Ranta is great. He just can't play every night. You know, yeah,
1: it's, and that's fine. That's that's nothing wrong with that, right? Because we have Lincoln in, right? And I, I see a lot. I see a good future with Lincoln I like the first couple games he played. I was so impressed by his movement and he his speed and. I didn't know composure. I think you were you were the only guy the you had a better scouting report than me. And you, I was I've been a goalie my whole life, and I I love <laughs> goaltending, and I didn't know anything about the guy. And I'm like oh, just another Finn that they are probably gonna bust in. I was like, wow, he was making some big saves his first game, and he didn't even look like. No butterflies or nothing. He looked like he's been a pro for years.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember reading the scouting yeah. report on him, and I was like, man, this guy. Actually, I read the scouting report about five of their goalies, and for some reason, he really stuck out for, to me. And when, when the season started, and they mentioned that he was going to be, you know, kind of like the third guy, I was like, man, this guy's going to be starting by the end of the year. I, th- I, know, I was I expecting yeah. the same of the same from Suban and we got it. And uh, to be honest with you, they threw Delia to the wolves, you know, and, uh, and he didn't really get a chance.
1: No, not Tampa Bay. Come on, man. Give the guy a Detroit game. And
0: that's what, that's what really sucks, man, is that he, he, he just got, we got thrown to Tampa and then we never saw him again, you know, and and not to mention, you know, is, is who's he going to be? Is he just going to be an AHL guy? You know, if I he is, so. if he is, yeah. then
1: not, nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'd love a career like that. I mean, yeah, occasionally get a call up. Somebody's hurt. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go play for the Blackhawks tonight and yeah. I'm going to make 500 K for it and the bonuses <laughs> or something. Which yeah. is Fine with me. But I think Lincoln has the potential to be a starter. And you know what? Like you said, Aranta, who's been there before and he, he can do it. Not every night because of his health, maybe. But right. He's another pro. He's he's got a Stanley Cup. Got a, cup, a cup with, with the us. Hawks. Got a cup with the Hawks. Even Darcy Kemper with Phoenix, I think they're trading him. They want him out. He's yeah. another guy I would like to have, and he's cheaper. Weren't they uh, mentioning,
0: they're... saying something about him to Pittsburgh?
1: You know what? I also heard this, too. We could talk to the the pair on the point. We should ask them. I heard Pittsburgh's going big on Mark andre Fleury as well. They want to bring him back home. Really? And you know what? I think he'd be very good on that team. That team's pretty good defensively. Their biggest weakness this year was the goaltending. Jari, was it? Christian Jari, he was probably the worst goalie to be in the playoffs. They were, the Islanders lit him up that series. High gloves and just, that was a scouting report on him and the Islanders exposed the heck out of him.
0: Yeah, and you know what, to be honest with you, Fleur's got some unfinished business there in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't it be cool to like, he, they made it to the final against Vegas and Pittsburgh would beat them? Like just, oh man, that would be just a oh, huge, yeah. huge blow to the Vegas Knights, you know?
0: It would. Uh, but then at the same time, you know, what's him going to call it up? Uh, Leonard would have to have a flame out.
1: Yeah, and Leonard, another good goalie, which I wish we would have kept him. Because he's a solid number one now, and we've we lost our number one with Crawford retiring, and uh, Bowman didn't want to resign him to the money, and well, I think he's only making five million dollars a year. Yeah, I think like, I
0: think it's five point five. But yeah, you're right, dude. That is That's so nothing. cheap
1: for a goalie. Carey Price is making ten.
0: Yeah, and Leonard could and play too.
1: Leonard stood on his head for the Hawks did, that man. year. He was man. He. he Hawks probably would have made the
0: us. Hawks probably would have made the playoffs if we had uh, Leonard last year
1: I think we would have he would have stole games like Lincoln and stole some games too but it's just I think Leonard could have handled the 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 workload every night right like uh
0: he wanted getting it.
1: all those shots yeah exactly he he liked that and Lincoln and I'm sure he could but it's hard to do that as a rookie your first year it's like Jeez, guys, can you tighten up a little bit tonight? I can't yeah. take fifty-five tonight. Give yeah. me, give me thirty. You know, yeah. And it, and it, it, it. They exposed us. You could clearly we we worked them too hard, Lincoln. And-
0: right. Well, cool, man. You know, there's a uh, lot to unpack. You know, I'm I'm curious to hear what people have to say about it. You know, obviously we know what people have to say about Seth Jones. Probably the most, uh, other than the sexual assault allegations, probably the most. Uh, you know the the biggest thing to happen for the Blackhawks in uh, in a while. And definitely the most. Uh, yeah, man, it's well, just yeah. it's just crazy. You can't, can't believe how controversial I don't think we should it talk.
1: is. I know. I I mean, we shouldn't. I, I, a lot of people on Twitter are like, I know the sexual. It's a big deal, but I think they should let the investigators do their jobs now and just stop posting about it. I I feel like there's certain writers out there that that's all they post. That's it, and it's like okay, well let's. Let's let them do their job, and when it comes out, we'll we'll hear the facts.
0: Yeah, and I think the point is is that they want to make sure that whatever their the investigation has, yeah, is that it's going to be made public. Th- they want it to be made public so that yeah, I the, get that the public I, can I hold that. them accountable.
1: I get that, but I mean, it, sure. it's a big deal. It's a big deal, but I think let's let's let them do their jobs, and it's not like if people are listening to us and they think, oh, you guys aren't talking about it. We've talked about it before, but now it's time to let these guys, you know, both sides get it out and figure it out and then release it. We're not going to speculate and, you know, and we care about it, but we're not going to talk about it all the time like some of these writers do. It's just it's kind of too much like it's the same thing, different worded every day. Right. It's like, all right, I'm hitting the mute button on you, bro, because I you know, just as much as us right now, they're very tight lipped about it. And it should be like that because if someone was investigating me, I don't want crap circling around and it could be false. Yeah,
0: because then so. people could just make up whatever they want, you know.
1: And it could it could be like even like it's just you're hearing so much crap and just let, let's let it come to play. Let's let's just be patient. Yeah. We'll find out soon.
0: So if you want to hear what we have to say about it, we did a podcast about it a couple weeks ago. You can go ahead and check and, it out. We also wrote an article. article. Yeah, yep. we also wrote an article about it on the FHN net website. Go ahead and check it out and uh, let us know what you think but that's uh that's pretty much all that we got for you tonight guys thank you for getting on us on twitter sending us messages we really appreciate it we love talking to you guys and uh, we'll see you guys back soon this is the tomahawk and we're out